Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But I'll have, what um, do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. Have it. You, you no no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline and deadline. Dude, are you even listening to me right now? Welcome to episode 126 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me in the Rack Shack, Charles Hedlin. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, man, you know, we're in this little, like, in-between. Yeah. This tweener right now. It is a tweener. It's a tweener in-between. It's like the sadness of the season gone, but yet the excitement of the season coming. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like almost Christmas, but like... Deer Hunter's Christmas? Right. Yeah, no. I would say Deer Hunter's Christmas is like over the season yeah, of I Christmas. Suppose. Like the rut would be this is like the, the Deer Hunter's Christmas. But Almost then, Deer Hunter's New Year's? But yeah, exactly. But you got New Year's coming. <sighs> like rifle season. And late season. And late I, season. So, all right. I don't know. I'm in a weird spot then. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Well, I mean, from my perspective, it was Christmas. But for your perspective, it might be a little different. You know what I mean? Because you're still holding on to that buck tag that you got to fill. And you might be a little bit on the anxious side, like Christmas is coming for you. You know, that maybe that that anxious feeling that you're waiting for it. I don't know. I mean, you tell me. You're, you're, you're I mean, I'm, I'm still excited and I'm still pumped up. I mean, I had a fantastic last sit, so that was awesome. But yeah, I don't think I've heard about this. We'll get into it eventually, okay. but wrong, yeah. wrong tree. Oh, yeah. Wrong tree. Wrong tree. Gets you every time. It does. I mean... Is it just me, or does do you find it harder to find the right tree that you can climb them all? Or, you know, back before when you had a climber, it was just like, oh, that's the one I can climb. I'm going to do that one. No, it was more like this is where I thought was the right tree, 100%. Okay. But I was really like 80 yards out of the game. 
So you didn't sit there and like stare into the forest for like half an hour? I sat there and just stared at a bunch of deer the whole time. <laughs> so you didn't have a problem picking the tree. You just picked the wrong location. I, yeah, I just picked the wrong the wrong okay. tree essentially for gotcha, like where gotcha. I needed to be. Yeah, that's all. Well, yeah, we're definitely going to get into that. We're going to do yeah. a little update this episode. We got Joe here in the Rack Shack with us. Joe, Drinking. get up in my mic. What's up, guys? Arnie Palmies. Who's got Arnie their volume Pony. on over there? Was that your phone, Austin? I hope uh, not. No, 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 no. That might have been a rookie move. Did I not put that rookie on Rookie move. I heard somebody's. Oh, it's not on quiet. Oh, my bad. Unbelievable. What's up, Joe? Nice scree vest. Oh, nothing much, man. Yeah. That we here. Nice scree vest. We got the whole crew here. Yep. Yeah, Happy boys. to be back in the rack shack. Feels good, don't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just feels right here. It does feel right. We're just talking. You know, I don't care what you do with this place. This feels right. It does. It's like a it's like a mini honey camp. I'm. I need to put mm-hmm. like some bunk beds in. I mean, eventually it'll be summer, and then you know you don't need insulation. So it's true. And then we're gonna be sweating. <laughs> we'll be dying. <laughs> we're gonna be dying. <laughs> oh man, I really wanted to steal that AC unit off the renters. That was yours, Joe. Can't believe you left that there. He's got that like hose that goes up into the window. It'd be perfect for in here. Remember we, should, we were talking we about find it. Find one. Well, they might, if they leave soon, I'm grabbing it and we're putting it in here. We need to uh, real. either that or like put McCoy on like yard sale duty. Yeah, true. Get, me Get a, like little, a little window unit. A little window unit or something. Heck yeah. I mean, now's the time to do it, right? You got kind of the the raw works in here. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyhow. Any Let's. We have a couple things we got to touch on. One, our partners in crime. And two, the killers of the... In betweener, the tweeners you call it, from mm-hmm. the last episode till this one. Which one do you want to cover first? You want to cover our partners in crime? Let's do our partners. So we're all wearing a little bit of scree, except for me, apparently, tonight, because I don't know why I was out and about and I didn't get to put any on, but. Weirdo. Yeah, that is weird. You guys are rocking <laughs> the hard scrabble vest currently. Ooh. I did bring you some scree, though. You did. Ooh, I'm excited so, about that, too. I mean, I brought you the light the light jacket, the uh, Lost Peak. I the told you it was school. like Christmas. It is Christmas in here. <laughs> Got you the uh, the old school that was on discount not too long ago, but mm-hmm. with the Solace pattern. Which I love. Yeah, it is a good pattern. And it looks even better on that jacket than like the hard scrabble jacket, in my opinion. I like it a lot on that jacket. It's pretty tasty. Their new jackets are awesome, too, though. They have that uh, the grid fleece. I'm not sure what it's called exactly. It's like is a it, grid fleece. It, it's that yeah. darker gray, like a charcoal almost on mm-hmm. the inside, which is pretty nice. It's just basically an upgrade to that. Mm-hmm. Lost Peak. Yeah. But it, it's an awesome jacket. They got a ton of stuff going on right now for sale. You have Black Friday sales. You have your weekly sales. I mean, they are really putting some good product out there for an unbelievable price yeah so good for scree we may should we do that we can't announce it yet. i i wouldn't There's I, a, there yeah. is there may be something in the works there, yes between us and scree in the future which is pretty awesome i'm really excited about it but i can't we can't really talk about it just yet let us nail it down first yeah, let's yeah. nail let's, let's nail, nail it down this is like the baby form of it yet it's we're we're nowhere near where we need to be to announce it but I'm pretty excited about it. Pretty pumped up. Yeah. But other than that, use code WDB20 for 20% off your first purchase. There you go. Now, next, we have VIP Archery, our boy, Matt Futere. Matt and Cindy. Our chica, Cindy Futere. What's up, girl? (laughs) (laughs) Just producing some badass broadheads. Killing deer. Yeah, man. They're just killing deer, man. They're mean. mean. I've seen some wicked, wicked things. I, I've been hearing a lot more stories from new people getting them and using them and killing deer. And I'll tell you what, 
I can't can't say enough about them. They're tough as hell too, man. I'm I'm a big fan. They last. I, I think forever. I say it every single episode. And I'm gonna say it one more time, and then I'm gonna pick something else. But <laughs> Freddy Krueger blood, man. Yeah, I I mean I'll say that the buck I shot in Ohio, that blood trail. Holy dude, I had never seen anything like it. It was yeah. unreal, unreal. Just just literally paint the ground like spilling paint behind you yeah and that was the blood trail i was following so it's crazy yeah we'll get more into that but vip archery go check them out they had a buy two get one free sell i know i talked to matt he is looking to potentially extend that sell out so maybe black friday that might happen um give him a call check his stuff out they might hook you up with the two buy two get one free but tell him we sent you yeah, and you can't go wrong. I mean, those three packs, nine broadheads will last you, I don't know, infinite <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. infinite years. I know the one, I'm going to get into all the stories, but I'm telling you, the broadheads I use, I use them over and over again, and I don't replace shit on them. They're just crazy sharp still. And they're unbelievable. They're, they're unbelievable. Durable. Super, super strong. I mean, I don't want to mention any other names of broadheads, but you you all know what I'm talking about. They bend and break and... The bending part's what bothers me. Yeah. Anytime steel, with quotations, steel bends. What about titanium? Does it bend? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's just the bending factor because you lose so much of your kinetic energy when a blade bends. And then you start to talk about redirecting and deflecting. And bending to me is like the ultimate no-no. You think about cheap shit you thought you think about bending it's like it's not tempered right i don't know it yeah we'll I'd, I'd rather just snap off yeah than bend in uh, my opinion it, here here's our point you buy the vips they're not going to bend or break or snap they or, might break they, but it's it's possible but it's gonna take a lot to break them yeah for sure yeah so well other than that out on a limb manufacturing um out on a limb mfg.com check them out their website they have some badass sticks they have you know, great for public land use and even private land use. They have those trail cam hangers that they've been coming out with. They do. Um, they have the little cell portable cell cam, um, like your cell phone camera uh, arm. Yep. That is really badass. Very similar to the Reach, but like very way, yeah, way but, more way but more one compact. piece construction and yep. real compact. So you don't have to worry about two piece. Mm-hmm. You can fold that thing up down to nothing. Put it in your damn backpack. Pull it out. Strap it on the tree and good to go. Ready to rock. So pretty awesome. Go check that out. And, uh, yeah, that's it for our partners. That's but, it. Partners yeah. in crime. Partners over in with. Crime. And uh, moving along, keeping the business rolling, some people killed some deer. Some killers. The tweeners yeah. killed them. Yeah. So, first and foremost, I'm going to start with my boy Kyle Allen. Kyle killed a stud Ohio buck. And then he, our bear season just opened up this past weekend, and he got himself a bear as well. So I And he got a fall turkey uh, also, um, which I think I mentioned last episode. But yeah, yeah. Regardless, still a really good year going for him per usual. Kid just continues to kill. Um, we went on our high trip and Russ and my brother Russ and then Sam Stickle, they both got bucks over in Ohio. Super sweet. Pretty cool. Um, we have Justin Rigg. <laughs> that boy. How about that? How about that buck story? Huh? So awesome, man. So I, awesome. I guess you're taking all the credit for that one, but. I'm not going to take the credit for well, it. Well, he's giving it all to you. Well. He still hasn't even apologized. I did uh, I did kind <laughs> of peer pressure him to go out and sit in the tree. Well, how'd you threaten him again? I told him that I was going to Venmo someone in our polo group mm-hmm. to go to his house 
and hit him in the nuts with a wiffle ball bat if he didn't go out in the tree. And that's the kind of motivation you'll get. And he said he was going. In our Patreon group, that's the motivation you'll get. So go check out our Patreon, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> join up and get the, get the motivation to keep you out there and shoot bucks. Yeah, about apparently. <laughs> Another member of our group, Alex Plu. I'm just going to keep saying his name like Plu. Plu. Alex Plu. <laughs> Shot a freaking dandy out in Kansas. Like 165-inch deer. Yeah, unbelievable. And a seven-point frame, 165 inches. Beefy, which is junk all over the place. We have like seven inch, um, seven inch measurements. I think for the bases. Like the bases. I think, yeah, it was it was enormous, oh, absolutely yeah. enormous. Twenty plus inches of extra points. I mean, that thing was stupid. I think his his uh, main beams were like 24, 25 inches. Something they were. It, oh my god! Pictures did not do that buck justice no, at all. Definitely did not. Yeah. Um, our buddy Herb, he shot a buck as well. Herb shot a buck, my man. Yeah. yeah. He got that with the rifle, I think, in Missouri, right? Their, yeah, the their gun season opened up. Mm-hmm. He, Burned him down, that and a doe in the same night. Yeah, that's right. He did get a doe, too. And then Bruce, as well, shot a couple doe. Bruce burning the does down. He already got a buck, so he was bucked yeah, out. Correct. And then we have Jordan Allen. Yeah. Uh, she shot a buck. We have Alex Lindemuth, who shot two bucks. Is that what you're telling me, Joe? You can yeah. talk. You have a mic. Yeah, he shot two bucks. He <laughs> shot one with the recurve, and then he went out to that's Indiana, right. and he shot one that, with the... Indiana. Not the muzzleloader... Uh, what did he shoot? Called uh, like inline. Inline? Yeah, still muzzle muzzle I think it was inline. Yeah, yeah. still muzzleloader. Sweet, sweet. I forgot sweet. about that trip. Yeah, they, they shot a up. bunch I, of deer. I kept in seeing, uh, not Snapchats, but um, Instagram stories, stories of that. Sweet. It was pretty intense. That's right. I forgot about his Indiana trip that they did really well on. Um, we have our boy Travis Melchick. We're gonna call. Uh, we don't know how to say your name, buddy. Sorry, but that's as close as we can get it. <laughs> uh, he's our eastern side of the state. He's our our boy for sure. He Dude knows how really, to find big deer. Really nice, wide, wide, wide buck. Really good one. And then uh, Logan Schuler, local boy, shot a buck. Sweet. So, I mean, that's pretty much what we could gather from our memory bank. And we're sorry again if we miss you. We'll try to get you on the next one. You know what makes it easier? For Shoot so we us don't a miss message. You? you send us a message. And just be like, hey, you forgot me. <laughs> send us a picture. It'll send be us great. a picture. We don't care. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to shout you out. We so. want to see it anyway. If you don't, I can almost guarantee you we're probably going to forget because Austin drinks a lot. You know? <laughs> no, <I don't>. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> he even came out with a whole bottle of Tito's for me. This is all his doing. It's a so. bold face laugh. <laughs> 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 I couldn't take all the credit. Okay. All right. All right. But cheers to that, buddy. Yeah, buddy. I like it. Have another one, you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> How does Arnie Palmy's treating you? Ah, all right. This yeah. one has the vodka, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what were you drinking before that? A red, white, and berry? That's like my get the party started kind of thing. It's like 8% uh, or something. I don't know. He's trying to make it wild in here. Good I, traveling drinks. I don't know. <laughs> I thought he just lost his balls somewhere along the way. I don't know. He's Started drinking, drinking like me. I like those Arnie Palmies, and I honestly do like the red, white, and berries. Those big. I don't mind Arnie Palmies. I just can't drink beer like wicked fast to, you know, do a podcast. So, you know, slug a couple of these bad boys down. You want to see what I can do? Get on pace. I can go get more. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've discussed it before, but Austin has agreed for some reason this year to shotgun a beer for all of our kills within our Patreon member group. Dude, how many think you've done so far this year? I don't know. A bunch. 
over a dozen. Y'all are making easily. me like, yeah, it's it's uh, it's been pretty wild, and I'm not doing it for <laughs> just bucks. I'm doing it for toes too. All big game kills. Yeah, He's it's been crushing beers. It's been horrifying. <laughs> Last like time I, I did said, a podcast a with uh, tequila, it got a little crazy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, boy. That one at Boer's house. Oh, good googly moogly. We, we oh. started doing the, yeah. the tequila. That's right. Wow. That's a so, rough one. Anytime, that. <laughs> anytime heavy drinking involves podcasts usually don't go all that well for us. The first half was good. In the second half, I was just like staring at people trying <laughs> to figure out what they were trying to what they were saying <laughs> like understanding oh, that, them there is still an episode <laughs> out there camp and episode it was uh it was brought up in the in oh. the group and we put it up for i put it up for like a week for everybody to listen to and they did and they got a kick out of it but the camp one yeah, yeah. the guy across the a, table from me that was out of beating control. me beer bongs <laughs> that was a patreon only kind yeah, of episode a, yeah just more perks for the patreon members it was so. supposed to go around the table but joe just kept trying to trick me and he was like it's your turn again <laughs> Come no, on, I, I, already, know. I already did mine. You do it. Beer bomb. People were dying bomb. off one by one. <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. Well, the was podcast fun. was going pretty bad. We needed the <laughs> I guess join the we Patreon a break break <laughs> to do a bunch of beer bunks. It all started when Austin tried to have Justin do the intro and it took him like ten tries. I was laughing my ass off. And he finally did get a really good one and and then we just botched the entire episode yeah it was, it was horrible it was good it was it was good this has been a good year though yeah. it really has i mean like you said you've been drinking a lot of beers uh <laughs> shotgunning <laughs> shotgunning for success that's it, what I, it yeah. all comes back to this success thing yeah there's been a lot of deer killed so far man and we just wrapped up our archery season in pa technically if you wanted to hunt 2b i think you still could right now you could yeah you could um Check your regs on that one, boys. Bears in but, if you want to get shoot yeah. a bear. Today's the last day for bear. Is it? Statewide, but okay. 2B, 2B might again, stay still in. probably yeah. open. Check your regs. Yeah, I think theirs goes in for another. Yeah. Or there's like an extended season or something. Real weird down there. They have mm. such weird rules. Um, and then Saturday. And then Saturday's the opener, bud. Yeah. Old gun opener. Yeah. Bringing in the rifle. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully I'll have my nephew to bring out because... I'll be honest, I don't think I want to shoot any more deer for myself. Hmm? I'd be giving giving away at this point. So what you're saying is you're going to be one hell of a pusher for me. Um, (laughs) Are you going to the camp? Did you get tags up there? No, I'm not going up camp. No, No. I didn't get DMAPs this year, so I'm not. Son of a gun of a. Yeah, I'm going to stay around here probably. I don't know if I'm going to take my uncle out or not. We'll see. If I end up taking him out, I'll probably go somewhere a little easier to get to. Although, I don't know. He got a permit this year. To be able to like drive on the like handicap roads for game lands. Really? I don't think I'll be able to carry a gun though if I do that. I don't think I think it's just for him. So I don't know how that works. Yeah, that'd be that <clears> would be uh something to look into. And though. I would also feel like I was cheating. <laughs> <laughs> but um no, he he's older, he doesn't get around that great. So you're talking about your Uncle Bob? Uncle Bob, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he Good got guy. he got the permit. And then if he doesn't go, I'm gonna see if Uncle Tom wants to go. And if Uncle Tom wants to go, we'll just then it's freezer filling time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Tom. What a badass. <clears throat> yeah. Well, that would be fun. It that, should be that fun. That definitely will be fun. I and mean, we think we're going to have a pretty small group up there this year compared to last year. I mean, last year we had a ton of people. People still like had 11, buck tags. 11 deer. I think we stacked yeah, up we, we between two days. Well, first day was 11. 10. 10 first day. And then, and then uh, our nephew got one second yeah, day. I little Johnny shot Might have been the only one that went out, really. 
Good, googly moogly. I think he was. I brought him out, and he shot that little half a spiker. I killed so many deer the first day. I don't think anybody wanted to go out the second. <laughs> no, it was, it was they stacked for everybody. Out. I was out of tags. Yeah, wheels were coming off the deer cart. Yeah, yeah. it was bad. Yeah. That was really. I bad. I saw the deer cart uh, go at it this year, and I was like, man, I can't believe that thing still stand. <laughs> to believe it's the same deer cart that had five deer on it. Yeah. That's, that's that, rough, man. That needed to be a deer cart commercial right there, man. If I'll tell you what. It's solid as a rock, though. Yeah. I mean, the deer cart alone's a little heavy because there's so much steel in it, but mm-hmm. it's, Rogers it's aggressive. makes one for duck hunting to, like, load all your shit on. Okay. It's like a 600-pound capacity cart. Oh, my gosh. It's basically why? like a ginormous deer cart. What Can they... you imagine how many you put on there? <laughs> 600 pounds worth. <laughs> well, you're, how many are you putting on the oh, 300 <laughs> We had five deer on there that day. I mean, yeah. We were rolling it up that hill. We had taken a big piece of lumber and shoved it through the handlebars so we could get guys on each side and then one in the middle and all of us pulling. Gnarly. Nightmare. That's gnarly, Charlie. That's another word and Sam for was it. like, uh, uh, I'm... I'm uh, Feeling a little sick. I think I got the COVID. My I can't legs pull are cramping. <laughs> My legs are cramping. Oh, man. Sat back and watched the whole thing. He did have the longest walk. He went like a mile and a quarter back, shot his two deer, drug them up to where Joe was, uh, a few hundred yards, you know, down a giant, steep, like big time uh, creek bottom, and then back out and then had to walk all the way to the truck to get the deer cart and then bring it all the way back in. By the time he did that, he was whooped. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so me, Joe, and Verletta took him the whole way out. I think That's all of us swore that day we'd have uh, an e-bike, e-bike by next year. By this year. And, uh, <laughs> How's that working out for you? <laughs> we have zero e-bikes. Partially my fault. I thought for sure I would have one. I should have pulled the trigger. I don't know. I mean, think about it. We could have e-biked, even if it was one at a time. Yeah. <laughs> could have had all those out, like. Bam, 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 craziness, bam. Craziness. Well, so, I'm not trying to cut you off, but that was last year. Sounds like you're cutting me off. Yeah, I am. I'm cutting you off. Okay. We got, a, we got a guy in here. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. We did. Yeah. I want to I want to kind of cover Joe's season here a little bit, and then we'll okay. go into yours. Sure. And you I'll, don't want to bounce around a little I'll, bit? We, we can, can bounce. bounce around. That way they don't just have to listen to Joe talk, you know? That's fine. Whatever <laughs> you want to do, man. Nah, it's all right. Um, where do we start here, Joe? We kind of did like a little bit of an update before. Yeah, we did, didn't we? It was like early, super early. So um, let's just get Joe's little perspective of how the season started and whatnot like that. And then we'll hop into yours mm-hmm. and stuff. So cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, beginning of the season started pretty good. Well, started pretty terrible. Like the odds were against me there. I went out to my spot. I shot my 2019 buck and rifle. So I went out to that spot, and we get to the end of the road, and there's a tree down. So it's me and my brother John going back there, and uh, I'm I'm fuming because he already kind of made me like 20 minutes late. <laughs> like, dude, I want to get in there. I want to put up these sticks. I want to get up my tree, and we got like. 50 yards from the parking and there's a tree down. I said, screw this. I grabbed my, uh, <clears throat> grabbed my saw. I jumped out real quick before him and I just started zipping stuff off. I said, just throw it to the side, just throw it to the side. 
I'm zipping it down, zipping it down. He's throwing it away. So we ended up getting past it pretty quick. So now I got a little sweat going. I was going to say, you probably so, got real sweaty there. <laughs> he drops me off. He goes over to his spot. And I get back there, and I see my, my safety line. They're like, like, uh, well, they, they you talking about the like the safe like the you got, like the high uh, the vis life, on them a little the bit. Yeah, they got like the high vis where when you, you with your headlamp. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about like the lifeline. Lifeline. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. You can see them. They they glow like a mother yeah. with the with the light. So I see that, and as soon as I'm looking at it, I slip on this rock and I fall down. I feel like I hit my boat. I'm like, oh my god, this day's just getting worse and worse. <laughs> oh man. So then I get up and I'm looking. And I'm like, wait a second, this doesn't look right. My tree fell down since last year, and my hang-on's just hanging there, like eight foot up in the air, like enough that I could barely even touch it. Are you kidding me? So I'm like, screw it, you know, like how cool of a story would this be? You know, you take this thing down, set it set it up, and kill something. And I end up having to use one of my sticks to get up and, like, take it down, but I end up taking it down, setting up close to there, decent spot. And uh, didn't see anything that morning. I said, screw it, you know. In the evening, I'll, I'll set up a ladder real quick, and I'll get into, like, one of my real reliable spots. It's, it's done me well over the years. I think I've doubled up three times counting this year Yeah, out of that same spot. And uh, so I get up in it and see a couple deer, had a couple questionable shots I just didn't want to take. And I'm just like, ah, man. One deer came through, little opening. I'm like, eh, I'm not going to take that shot. Bad shot. So I, I, could, I could swear I could hear this deer, like, munching on uh, pears. Like, uh, how cool to be, like, sneak up. That's very specific. Smack this, smack this deer down once. <laughs> it's munching on pears or apples or whatever. It could have been cranberries for all you know. Yeah. <laughs> Some crab apples. I mean, pears? Well, it's so a there are peaches. Is this like a wild pear tree out in the woods? Yeah, it's like in a little apple orchard, and I think there's a pear tree. Sweet. In the apple orchard, I can dig that. So he was, she was munching on pears because she was underneath the pear tree. This sounds a lot like my parents' yard. Where were you again? <laughs> yeah. So, from <laughs> what I understand, no. dad dad always said that deer like pears more. I I could understand that, but I don't know. I like but pears more. It well, seems like they focus on that pear tree a sweeter, lot you know? compared to the apples. I don't know if the apples were producing or not. I didn't really check into it. but So she's under that pear tree, and I, I swear I hear her munching. I'm like, oh, man, I could probably sneak up. It's a little bit noisy, but ah, screw it. I'll just sit here. You know, you never know. Like Ten deer could pass by. So all of a sudden, a group of three deer come through, barreling at me. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I pull back. And uh, I think it was a mom and two yearlings behind her. And I end up stopping them. And the mom stops like seven yards away to my right. And then the two babies like jammed up into each other. They stopped so hard. <laughs> so I end up shooting the mother. And uh, so I'm sitting a little bit longer. I'm fist pumping, whatever. And uh, I start texting the guys, hey, do down, do down. And uh, as soon as I'm doing that, I hear me. Man, another deer comes into the bunch, and then two two other deer, or three other deer come barreling in on me, and I'm like, "What is going on right now?" Like somebody must have kicked up a big batch. 
So I ended up being like a little basket eight and then another smaller buck, another doe, and then this one ended up coming in and it stopped and it starts sniffing the arrow seven yards away. So both shots ended up being like from me, from you to Charles apart from each other is the craziest thing I ever saw in my life. Unreal. Two hard shots. Awesome first day. Uh, then going into it, I ended up getting one out at our uh, Butler property. And then uh, a little bit later in the season, ended up being the rut. Like I kind of switched up my tactics a little bit this year. We had a lot of a lot of hit listers on on camera would probably more than ever i think the one property i'm still counting i think it's up to like six shooters we've had on that property and a shooter for you is typically a little bit bigger i mean you don't yeah yeah you, you're the you're one, pretty picky at this point the one old wide willy he's probably the <laughs> smallest shooter we have Apparently, Joe's wanted there. to start naming deer this year. So no, 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 no. He's been naming deer forever. You remember Jimmy? Here's the thing. Yeah, I do remember I Jimmy. Jimmy I like, likes I like apples. apples. I shot, Good call. I shot Good Jimmy. Call. I shot I Mr. Big. I shot my... splits. Yeah. Okay. Like it's. It's right there. You. Oh, you name your buck last year for some reason, but I don't know, man. Well, we here's the, the thing. Big we never one. Had, had, one we really had on camera last. We year never really had property. cell cams on that property. We never really had as much data as we have currently, you know. So it's like we probably had six cell cams on that property this year, right? Yeah, and last year I think we had one. It was just mine. So it's like you see deer, but you might see them once. And how do you name a deer you see once? I had my cell cam out there too. This wide but, nine point keeps showing up, and Joe just goes on a naming streak. The one day just starts naming them all. I like I like wide wide Willie. Wide Willie. I feel yeah. like you should have called him Wild Willie though. Wide Willie. We got uh Tony Tines. Tony Tines. <laughs> Tony. Hey Tony Tines. Eh? <laughs> hey, it's Tony Tines over there. Tony yeah, he's Tines a big is eight. a real like nice eight pointer. Real big high, eight. High we didn't see him much, but we saw him. Tony Tines. And then, uh, what else we got? I don't know. Teardrop. Teardrop. He came in. Teardrop's cool. A little bit late. He's a real cool split. Big, big fork. And I think he had a legal point up on the one side, G3. And then I'm looking at the pictures because I checked Charles's cam. I'm like, wait a second. I just think he'd follow him around. A tattoo. He had this big drop come down out of the side. Right over his eyeball, like eight yeah. inches, dude. Ooh. Probably eight to ten inches, dude. Huge. Like this crazy, crazy. wiggle. But it kept falling around on the pictures. I'm like, this is part of him. This you is know? part of him. <laughs> <laughs> this crappy pictures, you're like, ah, you know, that's just something. And then he moves, you're like, that's something just following him around. Yeah. And then we caught a head on glimpse of him. We got it. a nice frontal of him. Yeah. <laughs> You, you didn't like request the HD images or anything? Well, okay. I that don't even want to get that into that cam. because I will. No, it wasn't a cell cam. This was my normal camera I had okay. on the property, okay. but I would rip spy point customer service right now in half because I have requested 50 pictures of HD once. They told me it was on my account. Never got it. I bought 50 pictures for $5. They charged me. I still don't have my pictures, my HD so I'm a little. That's Did you a try very, to like logging in through like you know your actual computer or anything like that? To well, see you have like, to do it on your account online. Oh. So I did two things. 
my pictures ran out, so I upped my plan on the one camera, so I wasn't like last year, right? I spent yep, my five dollars, right, and I right. said, "Well, you know, while I'm in here, Proud I know you, I have, way. yeah, thank you. <laughs> I know I have fifteen dollars of these spy dollars that don't do shit, but let me just buy my own five bucks. I'm just gonna get the HD. I'm gonna give in because apparently they just can't figure it out. Is that like Monopoly money? Apparently, it does nothing. So yes, it's Monopoly money. Um, and I spent five dollars, and they charged my card for five dollars. Gave me some error and then never put it on my account. But I got my plan upped. So, yeah, know. I'm still working on those 50 HD, but continue. So we had teardrop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had a hitchhiker. He came in a little bit late towards, like, early rut. He just, he popped up once. Um, I'm like, Charles, like, this is that buck. Or this is that buck. I'm like, no, we don't have a nine point with a side on, on, on the right. Yeah, he was so opposite ended of the up one being I him. shot. And he was new. That's the only picture we got of him. So who knows what he ever did. And then uh, well, there's a when new we're buck. over in Ohio, we had this crazy buck come through. I don't even you think what it was I the wanted same to one? name him. No, 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 no. This <laughs> he was. Uh, <laughs> it's funny, but he <laughs> I want to name him something I can't remember. But he had a perfect one side, like a big one side. The other side was like just a mess just tines dude like this like just like up, i love every, that like single tines like yeah. medusa like Maybe a little we'll call like medusa. aloe tree like all, all the little it's just like a little point, aloe point, bush point, with like all of the point. things just popping out then he had a little fork coming out of it russ killed one out that property years and years ago it had had three up on one side and the other side was like you have a five of a mess yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 let me see this yeah, i think i have it i'm like so super interested him, uh, we had the big nine, one Charles ended up hitting earlier in the year. And the crazy part about this, we had all these bucks. We had some small ones too. And I would only run into all the dinks. <laughs> I saw every <laughs> dink on that property. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, I, I did a lot of ground hunting this year. You know, I did a lot of ghillie suiting. Not a lot, but a decent amount. Yeah. I just felt like there's not a tree in this area. I got to get in there. You got to do what you got to do. I got to do what I got to do. The one day I was rain hunting, I just had my rain gear on, no ghillie. I set up in this field and I, I just kind of buried myself in a little bit. I'm like, it's better than crying about the rain, you know? Ew. I'd rather... Yeah, look at the neck I'd rather waste too. a hunt getting soaked, just my rain Weird. gear, than sitting at home crying about, hey, it's raining. I today. feel you. Yeah. You know, and usually in, in days like that, the deer are moving. Yeah. So I'm like, screw it. I know these deer are in this field, and I know where I got to be. So I set up. There's no climbers in the area anyways. And I had this buck coming in, and it's coming right at me, coming right at me. And I can't I can't figure out its rack because my binocs are just fogging up. They're just rainy. I'm trying to clean them off, trying to do this, trying to do that. Don't want to let go of my ones. bow. Uh, a few years old. Uh, I think that's Willie. They actually made me. They made me so mad this year. I bought a new pair of binoculars. That's what I was asking. That's, if they were old ones yeah. or new ones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I may have talked so, them into a new pair. Yeah, nice. not really, not really. Uh, they just started <laughs> bothering me a lot. Like those last light conditions, you just can't make it out. Yeah, and that's like usually when all the deer are moving. So, why do I have these? You know, and it was rainy out that day. I'll give them that, but. She couldn't make him out, couldn't make him out. I'm like, I just know by like just the way he's moving. 
he's just a mature buck, you know. I can see obviously his antlers. So he's coming in right at me, right at me, right at me. And gets to about 90 yards straight at me. And then he looks to his left. And I look over and there's two deer down there. I'm like, oh, man. Oh. He goes straight to him. And at this point, it's it's not the rut or anything. I'm not grunting at this deer. I'm not, I'm not going to try calling him in or anything. So later on in the season, I tried setting up on him. I brought out the decoy a couple times. And uh, nothing really turned out of that. Old Betsy Buck. She's seen better days. And then I was hunting out her, uh, our one property. I had the dec- I had the ghillie on. And Charles saw a nice buck that morning come through there. I'm like, screw it. I'll come in there in a ghillie, whatever. And two bucks come up. They start fighting like 20 yards to my right. That's Super so cool. cool. Little, little dinks. And they're fighting, fighting. So then one comes out in front of me. The other... Well, they were the doe. The, the other one in the doe come up behind me. And I had them about 11, 12 yards. And then the other one comes out in front of me seven yards away. And I'm standing up at this point because I don't know what's going on. I, mean, yeah. I, I got to have an arrow and I got to be ready. So if one of these deer end up being a, a shooter, or if a shooter comes in, I want to be able to shoot behind me, so on and so forth. So I'm standing up and this deer stops and looks at me seven yards away. And he just... He doesn't like it. He just starts stomping his foot, stomping his foot. He's so mad that I'm there. Like, he wants to figure out why he hates me so bad. <laughs> and a big swamp creature. <laughs> he, yeah, I'm the grass, grass person. So he starts walking towards me even closer, but to my right. And he gets probably four yards away between me and, like, a little bit of thick stuff I'm behind. And he's staring at me. And it was intense. Like, I'm thinking... Dude, you attack me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm throwing an area in you. I don't, I don't care. We'll explain it later. But uh, he's on the other side, and he's just staring at me, stomping his foot. You can hear him cl- clearing his nose. You just see him licking his nose. Like, it was it was really, really cool hunt. Yeah. And it was like a 10-minute showdown. Like, he just wanted to figure out why he didn't like that I was there. And after 10 minutes... This just shows you how good the ghillie suit is. After 10 minutes, he goes back on the same path he was on, and he walks right past me seven yards. Just gave yeah. up on it. Yeah. I didn't move an inch. But you didn't try to give him the old, like. <laughs> I thought about it, dude. He was really bothering me at a certain point, but he never snorted, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we weren't on fighting terms. Clearly, that deer's never seen Scooby-Doo, or he would be pretty frightened of you. Yeah. So, yeah, a little bit later on, I ended up, I ended up shooting a doe. She came through, and I, I was just so upset about the whole, I can't I can't get a buck to daylight, you even sent, on camera. You sent me a Snapchat that day. You were like, here's my hide. You're showing me. And then you just, like, zoomed over, and you're like, my finger got itchy. <laughs> like, yeah. It was just laying there next to him. He's still hunting. My when your, finger got itchy. When your finger's itchy. <laughs> when your finger's itchy, scratch it. <laughs> yeah. It was getting real itchy at that point, and I couldn't – we – me and Charles, we got six cameras on this property, cell cams. We can't get a single buck to daylight. Mm-mm. Other than the one he shot earlier in the season, we didn't get a single buck daylighting. I hunted a lot this year, but I'd never over hunted an area. Not at all. I yeah, skipped we, around. We bounced around a lot. Yeah. I skipped around from there to another property. Even on that property, you could hunt it every day and hunt all different areas and not really over hunting it's it's so big so we we bounced around quite a bit trying to figure out these bucks and we just we couldn't figure them out 
So that was the day I tried getting closer to bedding where I thought maybe they're milling around this area for a while because we had Willie. He, he'd show up like an hour plus late on a camera. And we're like, what's he doing? Is he getting up and walking five minutes or is he getting up and walking 70 minutes? What What's he doing? You know, like we'll be better prepared next year for sure. We'll, we'll, uh, take away some cameras out of some spots that weren't really producing and we'll really dig into where, you know, the meat and potatoes are and we'll start figuring out these bucks a little bit better. But this year was just a weird year. And I've talked to so many people about it, especially the rut that it just never really happened. Yeah. It, it just seems like in PA, um, it, it does seem like it came a little later, especially the daylight activity. And it almost seems like, you know, that time frame, that end of October was better when we had that cold, cold weather in October. That end of October when I shot that first buck, I mean, that deer daylighted three out of four nights. And I remember you guys, again, just like, what the hell do you mean you're going to go play softball? Like, get your ass in the woods, you idiot. Yes. I you like. Know? I remember you're like, this deer, you, like, you literally came on the polo group and you're like, hey, look, this deer's daylighting, this deer's daylighting. And you're like, but I got to work in the office tomorrow. And I'm probably going to be late getting home and I'm going to go and play softball instead. And I was like infuriated by that. I was like, <laughs> are you a softball player or are you a bow hunter? And yeah. like you ended up, you were like, Evan. Yeah. I'm going I, out. I made it work. <laughs> I, I did. I hunted the night before and then I was like, man, I just, I was just there. Same wins, but I left all my stuff in there. Yeah. Just in case. And I was like, eh. I always had planned on hunting it again. But like Joe said, you know, we I didn't want to push. It was it was late October. I didn't want to like hunt the same spot twice in a row. That that thing gets, that gets weird for me. But if my it's awesome, I was, was really late again. October. It was late October. Yeah, I think it was the twenty fourth, twenty fifth. Okay, right, sure. getting into the late. Yeah, I think I shot that yeah. buck on the twenty fifth of October. Such a um, solid day too. Yeah, it would have been like my earliest, probably my earliest buck. I think, but that day sticks out in my mind as like, I've seen some seriously big deer on the 25th. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you remember the year we had Ferletta in the top. We went oh, down yeah. the bottom. Yeah. The 25th. I saw that giant, that giant, giant, yep, giant, with those does like crown them and yeah, shit. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I jumped in on Joe's story there, but you know, whatever you got, you can go ahead and wrap it up. No, it's just, uh, just a crazy year. You know what I mean? I, I hate going into gun season with a buck tag yeah. because my success in gun has been so terrible. Spotty. Yeah, it's I'm just, the same way. It, I probably shot I shot over 10 bucks in, in archery. I probably shot two bucks in, in gun. Yeah. You know, I've only ever shot a couple bucks with gun. They've all it's been just, it's, legal. It's a tough, That's it's a tough season, saying. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, most of those seasons I already had my buck tag, but yeah. still, it's just, it's a rough season, you know? So it kind of it does suck. And to not have a, a a rut that actually produces much, Ohio was just crazy deer everywhere for these guys. I mean, I didn't I didn't see a crazy amount of activity, but just PA was like you had that pre rut where like the little bucks were like running around acting like it was the rut, but it never produced with the big bucks. Like we never really caught them on camera until maybe we went to. When we were in Ohio, it started like a little kind of kicking on in PA. It seemed like, you know, on the cell cam. I'll say when I was in Ohio, I did get one. I only had one buck 
in daylight. Doe went through with her tail up. Four minutes later, big buck went through, nose on the ground. So, I mean, it, it was happening. It was just, I don't know. It was like maybe it was just pocketed because it was like I started talking to some people and they were saying, you know, hey, yeah, I grunted this buck in and shot him. I rattled this one in and shot him and, you know, and I was grunting and doing all that stuff and having zero success. You know, other people I know, like, you know, I called it this deer and he just like pff, F you and, and took off. You know, it was it was weird. I don't know. It was um, it was different. I mean, obviously for me, it was successful. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, I got out there a lot, <coughs> but it's uh, I'm kind of on the same lines as you and Joe here, though. But like Joe was talking about how the rut seemed like it kind of like trickled in mm-hmm. and it was really slow and he was only getting on dinks. I feel like I have like kind of the same situation as him For in sure. that. Like even on my cameras, dude, this year I didn't have anything impressive. And then when the rut started kicking in, it was just like dink after dink after mm-hmm. dink pushing does. And I never yep. got that good one coming through. And then the days that I did take off where I thought it was going to be hot, hot, hot. The weather was terrible. There wasn't a lot of movement. Yeah. I'm hearing guys talk about how these tactics are working, which I've used in the past, and I've had really good success rattling and grunting in the past. Mm-hmm. This year was just like dead, dead, dead for yeah. me. I, it's funny because we had the best October weather of any archery season I think I could ever remember. It was unbelievable. Like October was freezing cold from pretty much start to finish. Oh, yeah. Um, we had one cold front after another, maybe one little heat up period for a couple days, and then another cold front, and we had weather, we had the moon, and then sure enough, just like whatever it was a few years ago, that first week of November gotten up into the 70s, like Ew. mid-70s. Awful. And it was horrible, yeah. and it heated up, and I think that I think that really shut down the daylight activity. Then we had that full moon come in on the 8th, I want to say it was or somewhere around there, but you know, it, it turned on, we got colder weather prior to that. And then the moon. So we had the cold weather, then the moon. And it was like, you were expecting this explosion of activity from big bucks. That never came. No. Yeah. I know. Didn't. I know. I mean, the seventh was good to me, but. Well, let's take it back. Let's not get into <laughs> that. Joe kind of like brought his season up a little bit. We didn't really touch on Ohio too much with him, but mm-hmm. we'll get into it when we get after your Ohio and, and stuff. We'll get back into his real quick and kind of move into what we got going on. But yeah, um, let's take it back to the kind of not the start of your season because we kind of covered it a little bit, mm-hmm. but let's kind of go into, you know, we even touched on a little bit the day of. Yeah. Your first. The first buck I hit? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So up to that point i think i was uh i'd shot three doe i shot those two in real early season i shot another one out um the the property that the farm property kind of but not really it was more like the swamp property um the one in new york in new york yes yeah right 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 on that line yeah um so i was i was sitting good you know three doe that's my goal that i set for me i was just looking for a buck and like i said i i went out one day you know God bless my wife. She, she, you know, I think the, uh, I still get shit today for about the first podcast we ever recorded when I said that she was, <laughs> you know, hunting was one A and she was one B, right? Still get shit to this date, Come on, four God. and a half years later, whatever it is. So she went from one B to one A on this day when she said, Hey, you wanted to go check your trail cameras, didn't you? And I was like, I never even mentioned that, but 
yeah, I hung up trail cameras nine days ago. Let's go check them, of right? Of course I do, babe. <laughs> so we, I think she really just wanted to drive on the quad. But we jumped on Russ's quad and we took it out. We pulled all the cameras. And like I said, it was like this one big nine point. Two out of four days, I think it was, or three out of four days, whatever it was. I think it was two, three out of four. Three Two evenings. days in a row. It was. It was two days and then an off day. And then that's what it was. So it was two days in a row. Then there was nothing on that light. And then the next evening would have been the fourth day, and I pulled the cameras. So we didn't know. Like, he was there for two out of three days is what it was. So we pulled the cameras, and I'm like, oh, my God, this buck is daylighting. Same spot, same direction at 6, between 6 and 6.30 every night. Prime time. Yeah, prime time. Yep. And when he's not there, there's another buck there. And I'm like, geez. So the next day I got in there and I went straight in and I had the same wind just about. But when I got in there, it was kind of funky. The wind wasn't quite right. It was more of a south wind. It was supposed to be a southwest wind. And I'm like, oh, this is this is a little whiskey for me. Yeah, like, this, right. is, this is getting to the point where with gust, it, it could send it the wrong way. And, and it was kind of swirly. But... I end up seeing the big Forky on the property, and this deer's big, man. He's just a big six-point with forks and brows, not legal. Giant deer. And he comes the opposite direction and works out the way that that buck had been coming the previous couple nights. And that was the only deer I saw. And I was like, yeah, well, I'm going to leave my stuff here. And if I get out tomorrow, I get out. But my entry and exit's good. I, I blew my entry a little bit. I actually jumped too dough on the way in. I, I cut up the hill too early not realizing that they cut this new trail right to where I wanted to be. <laughs> yeah, go figure. It's literally a walking trail right to the tree I need to be on. Like, it couldn't be a better entry and ac- exit, and all my wind and everything's perfect. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You guys talk me into going the next day. Same wind. This time it's southwest. Yeah, yeah. And it's perfect. I'm like, okay, it's even more west than southwest. So I'm like, all right, this is, this is money. And I'm like, entry's perfect. Run in there real quick. Got done with work early, straight out there, climbed up the tree. Entry was money, so clean. And, you know, like that first night from 6 to 6.30, I was on pins and needles. Like my eyes were, I don't think I blinked. You know, I'm like, oh, it's going to happen. Well, you get a picture at a certain time oh. and you just expect him to come there at that <laughs> yeah. certain time. You're like, ah, 6 o'clock. He's yeah. in your hand. You're clipped he's on. Late. You're like, he's late. He's supposed to be here at 5. 59. Yeah, maybe one of maybe one of the does was giving him hell on the way out of the bedding area. Yeah. Yeah, 617 he'll be here. So uh, <laughs> the next night I was I was on pins and needles but for a different reason. Joe was there and he was up the trail farther and that wind was freaking terrible, dude. Ew, I'm talking just gusting in the tree I'm in. I don't even know what kind of tree this is. But it's the kind of trees where you see them snapped off in half all the time. I remember you saying you were like you were like holding on for dear Dude, life. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> yeah. When Pretty the wind small blew, tree, right? It was a small tree. I climbed to the one day and I figured out my wind was really terrible and I climbed back down. Yeah, <laughs> it, I got the whole way to the top. I was like, ah, I forgot I was supposed to check my wind. <laughs> climbed the whole way back down. Yeah. With the saddle, I'm I'm hanging off the west side yeah. of the tree. And the tree leans that way. Yeah. And the wind's blowing that way or the east side. The wind's so you're blowing just holding west. on and your legs are flapping in the wind. So I'm like, whenever the wind blew, I'm not going to lie to you, I would wrap my legs around the tree <laughs> and hold on to the tree. 
and at the same time, I'm holding on to my repelling device. Like if this happens, I'm just going to zip down this tree as fast as I can. <laughs> Everything else can just screw it. I can get a new bow. I'm 30 <laughs> foot up probably. Close oh, to Because you have to really get up above because down the hill. So I'm yeah. like... I'm like 28, 30 feet all day long. I'm way up there. That's but, up. But I'm shooting. I might be 8, 10 feet higher than the deer. Yeah. On that trail. Basically on plane with them. Almost. Yeah. Almost eye level. And I'm like, man, I'm holding the tree, like feeling for creaks or cracks. Like if this thing starts to break, I'm, I'm dropping, you know, and I'm just like praying, like, please, I don't want to die today. Like today's not the day. Like I just want to survive. This just, can we just calm the wind down? Sure enough, it starts to ease down. I'm still sitting there, and all of a sudden, the wind picked back up, and I jumped down and I grabbed the tree again. This happened all night. Finally, I just end up just like putting my knees into it because what I was trying to do is center my weight so I'm not hanging off the tree, pulling it over. Right, right. You know, <laughs> like that's how I felt, anyways. You put 250 pounds on the side of a tree, pulling it that way, and it gets sketchy. So, sure enough, six o'clock comes, nothing. You know, 10 after six, nothing. I'm like, okay. It's getting good. It's dark. There's a storm front moving in. It was drizzling that day. Uh, a little bit of rain, spitting a little bit of rain. I'm like, these are perfect conditions. I look up down the trail to my right. About 100 yards, I see a tail flick. Oh, man. Okay. Here's a deer. Pull up the binos. I see antlers. <laughs> That's a good buck. That's a like, good one. All I remember was seeing the left side, and there was, you know, it, what I thought was a big A point. I just saw tines, heavy, like the the the... You know, the frame of it. I just hear like a voice in my head right now, and I'm sure you know what I'm thinking. <clears throat> I hear Ryan Tanner in my head. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's basically what I was saying. You know, the binos immediately went away. I, and this is what bothers me about this whole thing. Like, I, I was so prepared. I saw the deer, 100 yards. He just milled his way in nice and slow as buck. You know, I'm, get, I'm around the tree. I'm turned right. I'm already off the tree to the left. You know, deer's coming right to the left. And he's got to get through a ton of shit before he's in the wide open. When he hits that wide open, like, I'm wide open. I'm hanging off this tree. Range fine. 18 yards to the trail. He's going to walk right across, no problem. Just like the buck the day before went the opposite direction. Just like he did in the pictures. So the buck finally comes in. And he's milling slowly, coming in the whole way. He gets behind a whole bunch of, like, just mess where they cut down a tree and it was laying there and a bunch of shit fell into it. And I draw back and he stops. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, and he starts to walk out. And as he's walking out, I'm actually psychotically looking for little tiny holes in the woods in case, you know, in case he stops again before he gets to my big opening. Yeah, right. I'm going to try to slip an arrow through. And I'm like, just wait. And he's walking through. And I'm like, looking both eyes. And I'm watching him. And I'm getting into my pee. And I'm back out. And I'm watching him and back and forth. And he finally walks out. And he starts to walk. I'm getting in. I got the, the pin on his shoulder. And I'm holding it tight right on the shoulder, and he's walking. I'm like, he stopped the whole way down this trail on his own, the whole way. Just let him stop because you're now hanging off the tree in the wide open. You know, I'm, I'm off the tree. Just let him stop on his own. Well, he takes like three steps all towards me and stops almost hard, hard quartering right at me. Like hard quartering. And I'm, I'm like, I've been, I've been actually imagining this frontal shot. Because of the angle on which the camera picked him up, I thought he was going to come straight up over the hill in front. Right. I've been picturing this shot placement over and over and over again in my head. Like It's not a real steep angle. You're pretty much on plane. I'm almost 
shooting him from the ground. Yeah, like, right. this is the scenario I would take this shot. And I have confidence in it. And he took, I mean, he turns right at me and he whips his head. In my mind, he looked square at me. And he did. I mean, he picked his head up at me. And I, I thought I had the pin right on his front shoulder. Totally confident with the broad head and my equipment. I will blow right through him in that shot angle. And I don't know if I just didn't come all the way back into my my peep sight because I had been so focused on watching what the deer's reaction was doing and what he was doing with both eyes like out away from my peep. But I remember just looking down at the pin. It was right on that shoulder and I squeezed it off. And all I can think of when I was looking down that bow, because I didn't flitch or anything, I just remember squeezing off and I just saw that red light go right. I almost try to remember and play it back like if I felt a little torque in my hand or not, I can't for sure say, but that arrow just went right and it cracked them. I mean, you, you if you would have heard the smack like bone and the arrow didn't go all that far in and he did a real high leg kick to the side, like that donkey kick. And I'm thinking he did like a 180 degree turn in the air mm -hmm. too. It was he pretty did. wild looking. He, he jumped up, turned like bull kick, like literally horse kick from a rodeo to the side. He actually kicked like a like a like a log out of the way. Yeah, yeah. There's yep. video of this, by the way. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just like talking about my right. ass no, here. Yeah, I showed you guys the video a million times. He kicks the log like in the midair, like everything oh. just weird, and just barrels down the hill and uh, hits the trail down below and just kind of slowly trots off and i was just like oh man first i thought you know i knew initially when i hit that shot it went right i thought i hit him back like back back and i didn't even know where i thought you know maybe i hit him guts and dead deer but then i was like the thwack doesn't make sense that's a bone thwack and the bone you know the, the non-penetration doesn't make sense and i'm trying to put it all together and we're thinking you know maybe i did hit him in the shoulder you know, I don't know the way he did that high leg kick. Maybe it was a heart. You know, I got, we found the arrow. It was broken off like 10 inches penetration, but we don't know where it actually, the arrow actually broke off. Did it break off at the deer's body? Did it break off, you know, between two trees? When you love meat, you find a way to take it with you everywhere you go, especially when it comes to getting outdoors. That's why Smithfield has so many high quality, delicious meats that are perfect for any outdoor adventure. Whether the park you're headed to is a national park or just the one down the street, like Smithfield marinated roasted garlic and cracked black pepper fresh pork tenderloin, expertly seasoned for on-the-go flavor, or prime fresh smoked ham that'll have you building on-the-go sandwiches packed with flavor. Smithfield extra meaty back ribs bring hand-selected perfection to the backyard, and Smithfield anytime favorites will help you take the ham you savor to the places you love. From diced ham that'll turn any picnic into an outdoor feast, to hickory smoked boneless ham steaks that are the perfect cap to any hike. The great outdoors just got greater with Smithfield. For the love of meat. It's hard to say, but moral of the whole story is we ended up, me and Joe went down, found some blood, tracked them probably to about 100 yards. I said, if we don't find them in the first 100 yards, we're getting the hell out of here. Did not find the deer, backed out. Came back the next day, had a dog, old Lucy girl, and uh, my buddy Todd. He brought his girl, his his dog in, and uh, she did a fantastic job. We jumped that deer that morning. Yeah, yep. still alive. She took right up on the trail. We found all this fresh blood. I tracked it. We tracked it probably seven, eight hundred yards total. Deer was still alive. Um, 
we called the track. I went back in that evening, looked for him, looked all over that place. Next couple of days, I think one more, the next day I went back again, looked, never found. We came to find like someone, I sent the video to uh, another dog tracker from the Chase and Tails group and uh, uh, my buddy Cole. And he was like, yeah, man, I sent it to another buddy. And like, if you really look at it, you hit him in the back leg. Yep. I was like, no shit. He really slowed down. And sure enough, what's funny is, um, not funny actually, but like what's funny in a, like a funny situation. 10 days later, I pulled the trail camera and sure enough, there was the picture of the buck walking in the frame because my yep. trail camera was right there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I had a regular camera at the time, not a cell cam there. He walked right in front of it, stood there, looked right at me. It was the first picture. The second picture was him like up in the air, turned sideways and you can see like just the nocturnal flash yeah and you gotta see like a little crease there it almost looks like you can see a four blade mark square in the back front ham like in the back leg but in the front of it you know at that hard angle i'm thinking with that angle the way i hit that deer penetration everything sound makes sense yep and all it went into a straight meat shot camera angle angles the thing that really threw us Mm -hmm. all off yeah so I was I was filming on a GoPro that was sitting in my backpack on the right side of the tree. It was just sitting in there. And I was hang, hanging off the left side of the tree all the way out. Yeah. So it was like three feet to my right. And that angle was enough to play a trick on your eyes to think that I hit him in the shoulder. Yep. Yeah. But then, you know, a couple other things. And thankfully, we have had that deer on picture as recent as a yeah. week ago or so. Yeah, um, probably three three times we had them on camera. Three, yeah, at least three times we've had them on camera. All all nighttime pictures, middle of the night. He's doing fine now. Yeah, looks looks healthy, looks fine. Um, still doing well. Um, what's funny is the first day that we actually got him back on camera for sure, one hundred percent, because we thought he was on the camera. It ended up being Wide Willie, yeah. right? Was it Wide Willie? We yeah, I think it was Wide Willie. We were like, oh, that's him because it's a nine point. And yeah. It's four point sides on his left. Um, or it's five point sides on his left. We were like, oh, that's him. And then it was like, no, the spacing's not right. The angle's not right because the deer I shot has. G2 a, and his G3 were real close together. Yep. And that G4 like grows off the side of the main beam and yeah. out like a real goofy angle. You can't mistake yeah. the deer for any other deer. Yeah. So the first night that I. That we got another confirmed 100% picture was the morning I shot the second buck out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I had to wake Joe up because I shot a deer. It was like, it was an insane hunt, dude. I Again, I, I wanted to go out in the morning. It was a Monday morning before work. It was after the time change. Yeah. It was after the time after change. After the time yeah. change. It was the day after the time change. Um, yes, it was. It was November 7th. And I've always told everybody for years, you know, I almost wrung my buddy King's neck a couple years ago when he was supposed to get married on November 7th and I was going to be in the wedding. And I kept telling him, like, this is the single day that the most biggest bucks have ever been killed on record, <laughs> you know? So that's like 15 days after you shot the buck. Yeah. So it was Roughly. the 25th and then or 24th, it'd be like 13, 25th. 24th. I think I shot him on the 25th, maybe. Okay. And then, yeah, the 7th. So two weeks later. Yeah. Still alive. Um, still good. Still alive. He showed up on camera that night overnight. I had no clue it was Joe's camera. I had no clue he was still alive. 
up to this point, I had no proof or evidence that he was still alive and doing well. We, like I said, we thought we saw him and it wasn't him. And we had some shitty pictures. Like, eh, I don't know what that is. That's probably not him either. But we decided, I decided, you know, I'm going to go in the morning. I'm going to go give it hell. I'm going to go before work, text the boss. Going to be in a little late today. I can either hunt in the morning or I can hunt in the evening. And he said, you got your stuff done? Go ahead. I said, all right, I'm going. Well, that's a cool boss. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty badass. I didn't tell him that I was already on the way to the tree stand when I texted him. <laughs> it just would have depended on how late I would have hunted till. So I, I him hot around the house and, you know, got out there pretty well after daylight because the, the time changes had me screwed up. And I was I knew I woke up plenty early. I think I woke up like five, five, three, plenty early. Enough. I think you sent a polo at like five. You're like, I'm going out. I'm ready. Uh-huh. And everything else. And the next thing you know, it was like <laughs> seven. It was like seven. You were driving. You're like, oh, yeah, I, I didn't get out like I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had everything ready. And I was just like, you know, kind of him hauling around. I didn't have any confidence. Didn't have a clue where I was going that morning. Right. I just knew I was going to go hunting. So I was heading out to our property and uh I got, you know, out of the truck, loaded up all my stuff. Like I had my one stick on. I had everything. I was going to go climb somewhere. I didn't know where, but I knew I was going to try to attack the property from a different side. And I started heading up the hill. And I mentioned the murder ladder earlier, probably <laughs> maybe that week. The murder ladder. The murder ladder. The murder ladder. Did and come we up both talked about if it was still functional or not. Remember? Mm-hmm. It's been there forever. Yeah, yeah forever in a day. Joe brought it up. I mean, I've missed my biggest buck of my life out of that stand. I've missed everything. I've never shot a deer out of this stand, mind you. Mm-hmm. I've only ever missed everything. <laughs> missed a doe, missed a buck, missed a turkey. The miss ladder. This is my miss ladder. <laughs> <laughs> the miss murder ladder. It's my murder ladder. It's Here's the thing, ladder. though. That tree, you get the up hawk. in there, you're gone. You're you disappear gone. in that tree. And it's even worse now. So we and Joe said, I mean, none of us have really hunted this tree. For she needs a haircut. <laughs> she, needs, she needs a haircut. I don't think anyone's hunted in two years. At least. At least, at least well, two years. Well, we had those guys coming in there 2017. That's why I went up the hill. Mm-hmm. And I ended up killing that 2017 yeah. buck because we were having so much. Great I buck, think I, I had my luck there in 13 and in 15. I killed my two bucks in there. And then 16 was kind of dead, dead year for that tree. And then 17, those guys were, we had some yeah. uh, cross gun hunters in there. We and they're leaving trash all over the ground. We ended up catching them in it a couple times. And it just became one of those, this is a historically great spot and you're ruining it for us. Yeah, we could never really hunt it again yeah. now because of you guys. Thanks a lot. So. Nobody touched it, and the ladder got in such bad shape. I even told Joe. He he had asked about it. Like, what do you think about the murder ladder? I was like, dude, last time I was in that thing, it was the top's coming apart from the ladder. The tree's growing it up and out of it place. Like, it is nasty bad, dude. You, you can't – I don't know if you could hunt it. And I'm heading up the hill. I said, I got my one stick, and I'm like, you know what? I started coming up the hill. It was fresh rub. I was like, okay, well, you know, it's a field edge. I'm not really that big into it. Started going through the field, fresh rub. Like, huh, well, that's that's a good sign too. You know, it's a high rub. And I was like looking at it, and I'm like, I really want to hunt here. The wind's perfect for it. Or I'll hunt the ladder behind it, which I've hunted that before too, and I just have zero faith in that stand. Even though deer have been killed out of it, I see deer go stand. Through there. I've never had any luck out of it. Never. Either. Like never even seen a deer to kill out of that. And I'm like, huh, I'm gonna try this. I'm like, let me just there's a tree right by the murder ladder. I was like, maybe I can climb that one. It's a pretty big tree, but I don't have to get very high up. 
you know, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to climb this ladder and see what I can do. I got my saddle on. I'm going to hook in. And then just, if nothing else, if I fall, I'm in my saddle. Like I can rappel to the ground. No big deal. Right. Get up the ladder and it's not in bad shape. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a part. You can see there's, it's probably a quarter inch till it's completely apart. Once you get in, you sit down. It's, it, it, it does that little sag in there. Yep. <laughs> it drops down into the ladder pieces. So I'm like, okay, I just can't stand up. I can only sit, I can only shoot sitting down. It's not bad down. standing up. It's not bad. <laughs> Dude, when you stand up, you take the pressure off the seat and the seat comes back up and potentially makes a noise in my mind because I've done it before and it's like, tink. And I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do that when a deer's coming in. So I'm sitting up there and I'm reminiscing, you know, all these great memories from this ladder stand. All my misses, but great memories. <laughs> great view, by the way. Beautiful view. Beautiful view. And it's thick. Like, it needs a big-time haircut. I got a little pocket to my left, and I got our normal lane, which used to be, like, 20 yards wide. It's, like, 8 yards wide. It's pretty thick up there, and I'm exaggerating slightly. So, I'm sitting up in there. and got my Pop-Tart. I pulled out. It was in my pocket. Pulled out. Set it on the limb beside me. What like kind a, of Pop-Tart? Uh, Frosted Blueberry. Solid, solid, solid pick, right? Any other kind? (laughs) (laughs) So I set it down on the limb beside me, still in the wrapper, and I'm getting my stuff together, and I'm watching your guys' polos from the morning. You know, there's a couple, and I was going to reply back, and well, let me just put this thing away here for a second. Let me get some stuff together. Got the camera put up. Booer gave me his camera for the week. Got it up above me, and I'm just like uh, hanging out. The train comes through making all this noise and i'm like that's a great impression of a train thank you thank you that's exactly how it sounded (laughs) and i look back over my left shoulder and running through the field is what i thought was a giant buck okay i'm like oh it's a giant half rack is what i thought i saw with my eyes i need to get my eyes checked apparently pull the binos up i'm like no that's that's a good buck he's got both sides and he's running through the field away from me pretty much from the other ladder down across the property probably 100 yards away i'm like oh shit so i see him through the binos it's a good buck he starts to slow down on the other side and i pull my my grunt call out and i'm just crushing this grunt call like like as loud as i possibly can without this thing just sounding like a duck call like total shit (laughs) right like that rollover does like (laughs) i'm screaming on it and do those extinguishers or whatever they're called this they're, is an extinguisher, yeah. They're not great for like loud grunting. They're amazing, no. but they're not meant for loud grunting. They're not they the old primos. And then when you start getting a little serious, it's like, yeah, it's, it's not a buck roar. No, it's not yeah. a buck roar. <laughs> so I'm screaming on this thing. Well, the train's coming by. He can't hear me. He's running. I'm like, oh my god, this deer is going to be gone. And he stops on the other side. And I think he was like making a scrape or doing something. He was messing with something. Where when he stopped. In between the train whistles, I hit it, and I mean, he snapped his head towards me, and I'm like, "Okay, I got his attention." So he he eventually puts his head back down, starts walking again. I hit it again, like as loud as I possibly could. He snapped his head up even harder this time, right at me. I'm like, "Okay, definitely got his attention this time." The train keeps moving. I'm like, "Train, get the hell out of here!" Finally, it's far enough away. Then I hit him with the snort wheeze. Ooh. And dude, this deer, he had never been more interested ever. Like he he snapped his head up to the grunts. When I hit that snort wheeze, he snapped his head back around and he started coming. 
Like he might have hesitated for a, a second, and he started coming on a line. Like you see on the on the freaking TV shows, man. He's coming at me, and he's coming across the field, and he's he's kind of quartering like out in front of me, which is nowhere near me. It's like hundreds of yards away. But then he's he's zigzagging, and he's breaking distance. I'm like, oh my god, this might actually work. He's coming right at me. Put the grunt call away. Grab my bow, which is hanging right right in front of me. Nice. It still has a little hanger in the tree. Grab the bow. I'm all ready. And I'm like, oh, my God, do I stand up now? You know, he's like 120 yards away. In case this makes a noise, do I stand up now? I'm like, no, screw it. Just be ready. He could be. He can come out anywhere near here. So he comes. He's closing the distance. He gets the 50. I'm like, oh, there we go. So the next hole is 35. He gets the 35, and he's closing. He's coming right at me from that damn limb, the same limb that cost me that giant, giant buck all those years ago. <laughs> that freaking giant, that stupid limb is just fingers right out away from you. And he's it almost cost me a turkey once. <laughs> he's perfectly in line with it, facing right I think at I me. I shot one through the same gap you were yeah. shooting through. Yeah, this 20 little hole. <laughs> and that son of a bitch gets the 30 yards and he stops and starts looking around. And at this point, I know he's looking for a buck. Like, he just heard the grunts. He heard the snort wheeze. He can now see the rest of the field from where he's standing, and he doesn't see a deer. I'm like, okay, here, here we go. Now, before he stopped, he's coming on a trot. I, like I always do, like an idiot, I drew back. <laughs> <laughs> and he stops and starts looking around. I'm like, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. I'm at full draw, sitting down. In this rickety old ladder, and he is just coming right at me, and he stops and starts looking around, freezes dead in his tracks. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. Here we go again, and I'm just pep-talking myself like, dude, best shot of your life right here. Like, this is why you get the freaking bow with an 80% let off. This is nothing. This is – I start damn Maccabi and myself. Lightweight, baby, lightweight. <laughs> Some people might get that. Joe gets that. We're going to go with David Goggins. <laughs> Who's going to carry the boat? <laughs> so I think I'm, we need like a like a – like a seminar for you pulling back your bow. <laughs> like I'm starting to like notice that you pull back your bow way too early. I Maybe get, like you know, like the police do like seminars where people come in with like guns and stuff. We gotta put on a clinic. Like, like a little deer come through and when just I can have draw you, back like, and the, yeah, yeah, I I do. I like I, I try to be too safe with it sometimes, you know. And I'm I'm talking myself you, into in it. trees like that and some other trees. That have been in even like closer to, to dark, you know, like dark 30, obviously. You can get away with more than you'd think. You You're know? invisible in that. I will yeah. say I wasn't thinking this at the time, but in my defense, I had just grunted. He and probably could have came on the opening, you could have range found him and then and then pulled back, but it worked out. Go ahead. It did work out. Let's so, be honest. You think he was coming in for the from the Snortwees, but he knew you had a Pop Tart. <laughs> Dude, he smelled my Pop Tarts. <laughs> Are those legal? Is that frosted blueberry? <laughs> it's a blueberry. And uh, he did. He come right in. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to draw right here, and he's going to turn left or right. I have a shot. He stopped on his tracks, right? He's standing there for, I'll bet you, almost two minutes, at least a minute and a half. And I'm not just saying that as an exaggeration because it felt that long. It was that long. Like, I had my bow kind of lowered down to my chest level. You're just trying to hold just it. Just to hold point. it, right? Like, and I didn't I didn't have any of those struggle it bounces. It helps a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm down here, you know, and I'm like, okay, come on, baby. Come on. You got this. You got this. You know, you're, you're the best. Make the best shot of your life. It's a freaking stud. Make the best shot of your life. Like, I'm pep talking myself. 
This deer, mind you, when I saw him, he was 160 inch fucking wide. <laughs> 20 inch wide Get better point. glass bro <laughs> i didn't i wasn't charles no. comment <laughs> I, i'm talking when i saw him with my bare eyes like from the binoculars he was through the, some branches and i just saw his right side and i all i saw with my binoculars was he had both sides and then binoculars went away and it was call him in you know i didn't look for points or any i knew he was an eight point already so like i when he was coming in I could I could have told you, or when he was running away initially, when I saw him in my eyes, I would have thought he was a 150s, 140s, at least 140s. Like, I thought he was a giant, giant, right? So I'm like, this deer's freaking huge. He's coming in. Just, you know, do something cool here. Like, don't be an asshole. Don't blow it. You can't blow it again. And I'm, I'm talking to myself. I'm really pep talking to myself. And he finally, he's like, you know what? I don't see a deer here. He looked up at me a couple times. And I'm not going to lie to you. I think he saw the Pop-Tarts. <laughs> The sun was shining right on the Pop-Tart wrappers <laughs> that I forgot was sitting there. <laughs> and he's looking around. He's like, I don't like this. And he started walking away. And I don't he, like Pop-Tarts. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm a toaster strudel guy. <laughs> so he starts walking away and he gets right in that hole to my left, like that, that savior hole. 35 yards. I already ranged it. I'm good to go. I know. Middle pin. Talking to myself. 35. I'm using the middle pin. Settled in. He starts walking across. And I give him a like real deep grunt. He takes like that freaking hero pose. Two steps. Turns back like that shoulder mount pose right over his left shoulder. And he's looking. And I just remember like getting the bow up to my face. Trying to settle it in. Making sure I'm in on it. And it's real. I mean, like my bows, my pin is not steady. Like it's. it's How long moving. do you think you had your bow back at this point? I bet you realistically, least, realistically, eighty to ninety seconds. Oh, legitimately. Was it like you seconds. held your breath too long on Call of Duty? Yes. Exactly. Would you let go? And it goes, <laughs> That's exactly like circling the whole deer. <laughs> Come on. It wasn't, in there. it wasn't that bad, but it was it was not good. Okay. And I finally get the pin to where I feel like I'm making smaller circles now. And I, I get it behind the shoulder, middle pin, and I just ease it off. And I remember it hitting them higher in the body, like upper third, and a little bit back from like two to three inches back from where I was aimed. But like I thought he was quartering away and it was perfect. He starts taking off across his field. And all I can remember seeing is just blood pumping out of him. Just boom, boom, boom. Blood just splurting out of his side. I'm like, oh, that's good. Like, at first, my shot, I was like, hit him a little back, but I, that's a dead deer. And I just see that blood just, like, you see it on shit, TV, like, just spurting out. Runs the other side of the field, and he gets to about 120 yards, and he, he stumbles. And I'm like, oh, go down, baby, go down. And he, and then he like stumbles all the way down to the ground. I'm like, yeah, he's down. And he got back. I'm like, oh, 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 keep watching him, keep watching him. And he gets back up on his feet and he's, he's going a little more. And then Jimmy legs and just boom, straight to the ground. And I, dude, I was like, unbelievable. The emotion, like everything just all hit me at once. It was just like freaking arm pumping, both fist pumping. Like I thought I just killed a monster. You know, and I did kill a great buck. Don't get me wrong. That's not the point of the story, but you know, it wasn't no 150s. <laughs> <laughs> Little ground shrinkage. But there's no 
there's no better feeling than that. You know, oh, man. Like, you shoot something, you see it go down doe or buck. It's just a great feeling. It's like it takes all doubt away. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, 100%, just, man. 100%. Like, I, I thought I saw my buck go down last year, which he, he, ended up, he did go down when I thought I saw him go down. But it's just, that feeling is just awesome, you know, just seeing him just pumble down. It's like, boom. Yeah, yeah there's no doubt left in your mind. Yeah. You know? And, like, <clears throat> for me, it all happened so fast. I was in stand maybe 20 minutes when I first saw that deer, like maybe 20 minutes. It, I just remember – I got in there at like seven thirty, and I remember he was on the ground by eight ten. Yeah. So like it, it happened, bams, that fast, and we got a little video and some stuff I did like the recovery and whatnot. But dude, it was like unreal. Just, just the fact of you know hitting that buck earlier in the year, not finding him, was having a great year, and then up to that point, it was like after that I hadn't seen any deer at all, like no bucks. You almost needed him to bring you back to square one. Yeah. Yeah, you know, after you hit a buck like that and not find it, you get put in like a dark place. Mm-hmm. You lose a little bit of sleep, confidence, and then to to bring your confidence back up to that point, it, it's a big key, yeah. especially going into Ohio, right? You know? Yeah, and especially since most of the bucks I've shot in my life, they've all been close, like within twenty five yards, close. You know, I've really never had to. I'm trying to think. I've never really had to like earn a really, you know, really good shot before. This was like the first one where I was talking myself into it. You know, 35 yards might not seem like much. It's not, it's, but when you hold that long, it ain't a gimme, you know, no. and, and especially when I just blew an 18 yard shot this year. And then I, I make that shot on 35 yard, double lung, perfect dies in sight, you know, blood pumping out of them. It was just freaking unreal. It was all, it all hit me at once. Like that's what happens when you see him go down all that emotion and all that built up, it all hits you like, bam, right in the face right now. You're just getting like this crazy emotional adrenaline dump. And it was just, it's what I needed. Like Joe said, it's what I needed to restart and just reset my entire, my entire season. Really. Um, after, up to that point, I was struggling with confidence. You know, we were trying some things and not seeing shit. And that was the first one that really was like, all right. I'm back, you know, I'm back. Let's, let's go. Like I got a, a buck down in PA. Yeah. You know, it just, it continues. And Ohio's next week. I get a few days off to really, uh, it was just, it's make what, things happen. So believe me, you got off easy there because PA got a little bit rough. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it was tough. Yeah. It, it, it was a little irritating at times. Yeah. Just, I saw one good buck. Like he said, the property and me and him moved in on it the next day. And sure enough, we get bombarded by squirrel hunters, and there's some guy running his weed whacker through the woods, oh, and, and like I fell out of my tree. Joe fell out of his tree. We forgot <laughs> to mention that. Wear your safety harness. You know, um, I got a Snapchat of that too. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing about that. So, I'll run through it real quick. So we got up in a tree where I shot my buck last year. We set up a tree, me and Charles, and it was kind of like a sharing type of hang on, you know. We'll just throw some sticks up there, climb up it. Whichever one of us, doesn't matter. It was his spot. I went in there and killed my buck. So it became almost like our spot at that point. Just, you know, out of respect. And we set up a stand earlier in the season. And I had a couple older ratchet straps. Nothing too, too old, I, I wouldn't think. Nothing really seemed too weathered. And we set up some cell cams. And then Charles ended up finding 
uh, seeing that nice buck, and we we kind of went in there. He went close to where a buck was coming through. I went on the back end thinking, okay, he could do anything. And we went in that morning, and my tree's like, the top of it's like an inch off the tree. And I'm wobbling back and forth. I'm like, ah. So I get down. I try cranking a little bit. I get back up. It's still like kind of wobbling. It's up against a tree, but still like wobbling back and forth. It gets to be daylight. It's a little bit calmer now. I try cranking a little bit while I'm up there. And it's there's too much pressure from me on there. So I'm just dealing with it. And finally, I'm like, screw this. So I get down. I reset the whole ratchet strap. Crank it. Good as I can from the steps. Get back up there. It's still wobbling. I'm like, screw this. I'm sick of this thing. <laughs> it just won't get tight. <laughs> so I'm standing like real close to the tree so I don't have too much leverage on it with my weight. My feet are like right up against the tree. And I'm leaning down. I'm trying to crank that ratchet strap. And it, I actually like my my palm hurt for like two weeks from just tr- trying to crank that thing. So I got it like two clicks. I'm like, eh, it's one more click. <laughs> boom. It clicked all right. <laughs> oh, it clicked. Then boom, dude, like, you always think when you fall, like, I wore a, a harness for 17 years. I've been archer hunting for, what, 17 years now. Wore a harness pretty much every single time. Maybe one time in those 17 years I forgot my harness or something or another. But 17 years, solid, I've been I've been hunting with a harness. And other 17 years, it's done nothing for me, but just... Pretty piece, much hold my rangefinder or or whatever, and this time it it saved my life pretty much, or whatever it saved. You know, I could be paralyzed right now. Yeah, but it saved me that day, and the best thing about it was I was real my feet were real close to the tree. I was crouched down, so my harness I didn't drop very far. Really, you kind of had like the slack out of it. Yeah, a bit, and yeah. I had my feet to a point where they were crouched enough that. When my feet sprung out and everything dropped, like I said, you think you're going to do something when you fall, but it happens in a flash of time. Like, it felt like I almost blacked out and all of a sudden I'm hanging there. I heard I heard something fall and I made sure it wasn't my bow, it was my bag, because my bag was on the one ratchet strap. So my bag fell and my feet kind of uh, came out and they almost landed pretty much on the sticks and which helped my fall a little bit. And as I'm hanging there, I'm like, all right, I got my testicles. <laughs> my bow's still up there. I'm good. I don't you know, know how your bow survives. His bow was hanging on like a broken limb that he made because he didn't have his bow I cut a, I cut a limb off and hung my bow on the limb because we forgot the bow. Yeah. <laughs> forgot the bow hanger, but... Yeah. Yeah, good thing it wasn't on my lap, but... Yeah. That's, uh, that's Stan, mind you. Just the cut in, like we set that up on the day that my dad was having his birthday party or whatever. So we didn't have a lot of time. When we put it in, I remember like we set that stand for a more or less for me, it was going to be for my my saddle. It was just supposed to be a, a bigger platform for my saddle. Yeah. And I remember screwing with that thing for I don't even know how long, 20 minutes, 
because it would not sit right you on the like tree. You didn't like ham it in or like... Yeah, I tried everything. I tried everything. But the way it sat on the tree, there was like some humps in the tree. It was, it's a nasty... Kind of sat pin forward a little bit. It was... It wasn't a comfortable sit. It was weird. It's That's why my big... irritation kind of got so high. Yeah. 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 So I was it, sitting forward. I didn't bring it, uh, a cushion and it didn't have it'd a cushion been on it. perfect for saddle hunting. It was just... It was just so strong. He just breaks straps for fun. <laughs> I just but, made fun of him too, like about being a fat ass or something about breaking his. <laughs> he's like, "Cause you're a fat ass and it doesn't." It is pulled away from the tree or whatever, and then literally he broke it. And, like, and I got a text from Charles, and you know, like 2019 when Brub fell from his tree, I I kind of had to answer real quick to Charles because I understood his fear from hearing that noise because he wasn't far from me and he heard that it sounded like slam. something exploded. Yeah, like and exploded. Uh, looking back, like the one strap, I think both straps should have been on a vertical piece, but the one strap was on the platform. Yeah, because it was So it kind of let it just fold over. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Something hit my face. I got a scratch on my arm. But other than that, I mean, pretty solid. You know, it's just, it is a scary feeling. Yeah. You know, like anything could have went wrong that day. So scary know? that he pulled out his phone and decided to Snapchat. He sent him Snapchat. <laughs> well, it was pretty there. solid. Yeah. And I felt like it was a good <laughs> learning point for some guys. Like, like, like Boer. Boer watched it yeah. and he said, I thought you were making fun of me, but damn, man. And I think it really got to some guys. Harness? No. You know, like, Come on, bro. you send somebody that and it, you know, because all you ever hear is horror stories about yeah. people not here yeah. uh, wearing harnesses, but you rarely hear the story of somebody that did wear a harness and it worked out for them. He wasn't you know? low. We had four full size sticks all the way extended. Yeah. And you had to climb off the top one to get in. Get in, yeah. Like we he was up there. I should point out foot. too, I feel like this is a very important part of this. First of all, I'm glad you're you're okay. That's yeah. that's that's awesome. Joe even wears his safety harness when he's wearing his ghillie suit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> That's how safe he is. <laughs> True yeah. story. True story. Yeah. I yeah, I was on. like three quarters of the way up the hill. I'm like sweating my ass off, bringing the, uh, the, bring decoy. the decoy in. And, this, and the chair I have was probably heavier than my climber. <laughs> it was so heavy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sweating my ass off. And I look down and I go, why do I have my safety harness on right now? <laughs> I love my it safety harness, happen. honestly, because it it's holds great my pockets. range finder real good. Yeah. You know, like big, big right there, pockets. you just grab it, bam, bam. I'm going to give my but, old, the same one he has. I'm going to give that to Boer. I told him, I said, smart. listen, dude. If you don't, I, don't I think want, I have And I told him, I was like, I don't want to be able to, I can't carry your big ass out of here. Like, I don't want to have to do that, you know? If I shoot a deer, I don't even want to get the deer out of here half the time. I definitely don't want to get you out of here. I don't want to go to your fucking funeral either, to be it's honest. It's never lost me a deer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's done nothing. Just wear it. Negative like, over the years. I can understand the argument that the ones they give you are really, they are shit. And I would, you know, I would advise everyone to go buy one that fits you. But if that's all you have, wear it. The man has thousands of dollars of camera equipment. I think <laughs> yes. he can afford $100. He can afford 100%. And, I want some nice and you know what? He and... doesn't even have to because I'm going to give him mine. Yeah, like he can that. have it. Come on, bro. I'm not wearing it. I never will wear it again. You know? I'm going to throw it out on the podcast right now because apparently this this kind of thing works. If he doesn't wear a safety harness next year, <laughs> I am personally going to hit him in the nuts with a wiffle ball bat. <laughs> Six times. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. Well, people, wear your safety harness. This is a testament yeah. to it. You know, it it'll it'll save your life. Well, I don't know what you're thinking. We're in like an, an hour and a half, but I mean, you know, obviously we have the Ohio trip still to talk about. We can um, do that on another one though, too. We can we can break it up. That's um probably a little bit better of a, a total story for me. I mean, better in the fact of like more interesting story. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean for yeah. sure. Um, we can go into it if you want, or we can we can we can save it if you want as well. It, it doesn't matter, you know. We'll do another one because we have a guest on next week, and yeah, um, I'll just run through my season real quick because it was mm-hmm. relatively uneventful. Um, and then we'll just kind of cap it off. Yeah, that'll be yeah. fine. I want to hear about that last hunt too. <clears throat> the last hunt was the most eventful hunt of my of my season, man. Honestly, um, I was I, I I had plans on hunting a lot more this year. Really turned into Weekend Warrior. Super busy at work. Super busy at home. Weekend Warrior, man. It seemed like a majority of those really, really phenomenal days were during the week. And it seemed like almost every time I went out on the weekend, it was the worst weather. It was just, it wasn't great. I would agree with that. Yeah, it wasn't great. So, um, I had several hunts. Basically, every weekend I was out. Um, nothing real, real eventful until that last, last hunt. Um, and I got in super clean, walked forever. I I had a spot in mind. I got to it. Wasn't what I wanted to see. Kept moving. Went to the next spot. Wasn't what I wanted to see. Went to the third spot because I had been in there in gun season years ago. Saw some of the biggest rubs I've ever seen. And I know from shed hunting that two years ago, they cut it. So, I mean, they just laid everything down on top of each other, super duper thick. And I was like, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to see what it's like. And I just got to the very edge of it. And it's way back. It's probably a good mile and a half walk. This is West Virginia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably a good mile and a half walk. And I get back there and right from the edge looking in, I can just, I can see fresh, fresh rubs. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Because I would honestly, that was kind of my last resort. I wasn't sure where I was going to go after that. I was going to have to leave the whole area and go to a different property. And I, I start moving my way in there, and I get to the first rub, and it is tore up from the floor up, man. There's shavings on top of the leaves, everything. I was like, oh, that's good. Keep going, more rubs, more. There was like six or seven really good rubs in the spot. I was like, wow, this is this is the best boxing box line I've seen in a while. So I'm looking around, and there's no trees. They're just little Peter poles, like nothing I can even remotely get in. Nowhere I can hunt on the ground that is going to make sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I kind of have to get a little bit past this sign. It's bedding down to my right. My wind is kind of coming from my back, almost skirting that edge. So it's, it, it's pretty whiskey. And I'm going in between. It's almost like this whole top is a bedding area too. So I'm kind of skirting in between these two bedding areas. And I get over this knoll, just beat. It's beat, beat, beat. And it's a big, like, basically like a big ditch in between public and private. Bunch of ag. They had just started cutting the corn, so it was still a lot of it standing. And I was like, there's some really big tracks in here. There's some really big buck sign. I'm going to set up in here. And I set up in the tree that I thought was going to work for it. Wasn't the case. I, (laughs) I got in there early enough. I got up super clean, super quiet. It had been drizzling. It started sleeting on me. I was like, oh, once this stuff stops. It was supposed to stop right before dark. I was like, once it stops, it's just going to get insane. And it did. Um, I was up there and like some does came out of that top bedding. So I know for a fact now that's doe, doe bedding. They skirted through. 
just like I kind of thought they were. I was going to be able to shoot them, but they're, I got up in the tree. There's no shooting them. <laughs> um, and uh, basically that lower bedding area. I'm going to have to scout that a little bit more coming in the, you know, coming up here pretty soon. But does just everywhere coming out of there, going out into the ag, skirting through almost where I could shoot them, but not quite. So if I could have just been in that area, I would have been good. And the next thing you know, buck comes out of the freaking corn. Hmm. I was like, oh. go figure. Yeah, real good one. Pushing does. Does are running everywhere. I don't. Even, I didn't even keep count of how many deer I saw. There were deer running everywhere. A second buck comes out from that bedding that was below me, and there's just bucks and does running. I would have shot either one of the bucks too. Bucks and does running everywhere through here. So it was just like it was madness until dark, and I was like, well, I'm just not going to get any shots on this stuff. I, if I would have. Instead of going left, if I would have just kind of skirted right, who knows? I could have blown them out. The wind wasn't the best, but um, I know for next year, and I know no one's going back there. No one, no one's pushing that edge. What about a uh, what about a rifle? Maybe I have I another mean, couple spots in mind, but maybe you could reach out and touch them a little bit. You know, yeah. that way you, all you have to do is get near that bedding somewhere and hope. But it know. was it was no, it was a really gnarly spot, and that's clearly where. Yeah, a majority. And of the, deer the other part too, if there's that many does and just to, you know, you only saw a couple bucks, you might be able to get some second rut action. This was they all in like get, the last like 15 minutes of yeah. light. They just exploded. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if, gnarly. If they didn't get all all get bread, you might have a second rut opportunity in there maybe. with a gun, man. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't forget about it. <laughs> it's in the back of my <laughs> mind for sure. I'm definitely going to start running some cameras and stuff in there. And uh, is there an option to maybe come in from the the private land to access? I could ask if I did, it'd be again, a still just like a stupid long walk because it's just those fields. I mean, you feel like you can see forever. Yeah. Just, I'm just thinking maybe a little better access for you. The only thing I would say that is probably a no, I know in the one side of the field, there's a very large shooting house. Mm. Yeah. So probably a no, but if I, if I ask for just access, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, you could also play that to your effect, to um, to your advantage. I mean, like their wind and whatnot. If you you know where that shooting house is, mark where that's at. If you get to one of the days in the rifle where their wind's blowing into that bedding, yeah, might not be bad to set up on the backside it and might see not them be. all skirting out your yep. way, you yep. know, and through the timber. The only thing about that spot, though, um, since I'm not going to be shooting onto the private, right? It's all right. real close. I probably have to take shotgun in, which wouldn't be bad. Yeah. But if they're in there, you're going to get a shot where I was. <laughs> yeah, true, true. I didn't, yeah. Didn't think about that. Hmm. Interesting. We'll see. We'll see. It, it, it's probably a spot that in the spring I'll take a ride out there and talk to them and see if I can get some access. I mean, if nothing else, that's, yeah, try to get some turkey permission too while you're there. It, it's a gnarly spot, dude. I'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll go shed hunt it and I'll show you what it looks like. You're going to, when yeah. you see how it sets up, you're like, oh my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah, a real yeah, nice yeah, spot. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's that's a great hunt. I didn't know about that little final hunt. I didn't talk about it on the way home. I was trying to get out. I had a really long walk, and then I was just I was tired of shit. I was trying to get home, and that wasn't the pull over. You were walking through the super crunchy leaves, and I couldn't hear a word you said the whole time. No, that was that was earlier. That was, that was an earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that. Was, Joe uh, does that to me all I, I the time. I should bring that. I should bring that hunt up actually. So yeah, well, I do. You call me, and all I hear is. <laughs> The whole way through the woods, you're just crunching through leaves. I'm like, dude, I can't hear a word you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Like that stuff, I'm bad hearing now too. Like I can't focus. I, you have bad hearing. You got hearing. I aids. got I got mega hearing now. I yeah. got microphones. I'm like, I can hear super hearing. Listen, you're gonna love this. Wait till turkey season. 
Oh, first golf. I have been so handicapped for so long. Now I can hear everything. They yeah. are so effed, dude. They're so effed. But I should go back to that time that you were yeah. saying that was crunchy. The crunchy stuff. leaves. That was a weird day. I had a super hot tip on a spot, and I drove an hour north <laughs> to ask permission on this That's place right. on a whim. And I got the whole, I would love to let you hunt, but no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. So I had given myself enough time, but I was driving back. I saw a freaking hammer driving home on the highway. There was no stopping, obviously, or getting off anywhere near it to ask permission. And I'm driving home, and I was like, I'm going to pass this exit. There's a, two farms out here that I would really love to ask permission on. I'm just going to do it now. Why not? It's season. I can ask. I was dressed in permission clothes. I didn't, I had all my shit in a tote in the back. I was okay. dressed in camo, dressed real nice. I was like, I'm going to stop and ask. Went to both of those farms. No one was home. <laughs> I was like, you got to be kidding me. So like at this point I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to have to try and get into a spot. I mean, that sounds like permission to me. I don't know, man. <laughs> Better send it. I was just, I was like, I'm going to get permission on one of these spots and none of them worked that's, out. So that's it was, Pennsylvania it was permission, ain't it? Yeah. If they aren't home to you tell you think. no. You would think. Uh, but I got into this spot and I was like, oh, I'm going to go back. I got dressed like super fast, ran back in this spot. It was like the crunchiest day of the year. I'm trying horrible. to walk as slow as I can, as quiet as I can. There was no being quiet. If like every deer in the county heard me just trying to be quiet. I, it was like an hour before dark. I was like, I just, I have to get out. I wasted this whole day just, and it didn't work out. You guys ever walk through really crunchy leaves and try to act like a squirrel? I was trying to walk like a deer. So I was listening a to a podcast like a couple of weeks prior to that. And it was like this cadence that you're supposed to do. <laughs> it didn't sound like a fucking deer at all. <laughs> <laughs> like I've, I've walked through and I'll like every once in a while. And then I'm a deer. Stop. <laughs> or or I'll be walking in like try to act like a deer and I'll I'll stop and I'll stomp my foot a couple times. Th this one's supposed to sound like four leg stop and like no, I can't do that. I'm a foot. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work out at all. Like it's just you a, like just it's the one fours. and then it's just a crunch and then it's the one that's a crunch and it's just like <laughs> this is not good at all. I think the problem was I was near a bunch of sycamores and they were huge oh, leaves. Oh, those leaves are the worst. They're so crunchy. Remember that property where we would park our truck and get out and there's Big giant leaves. They're huge. The property like hunt Mesozoic now. Era the giant Mesozoic. Yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. That's the same thing. They're the same leaves. The they're sycamores. Huge. And dude, you walk through them, and they're the loudest thing ever. I was trying to think of the name of that tree earlier in the season when I seen them. Up. It's basically like it's walking huge. on a bunch of fluorescent light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, and you sounds like yeah a parade coming through. I, I'm telling you, man, go with the uh, every once in a while, go with the squirrel. <laughs> it was so loud. You're I'm not even exaggerating. Like, run and like jump. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been better. It was so crunchy. I considered taking That's my boots noise. off and trying to walk that way. <laughs> it just that video. <laughs> does, oh, the, dude, that squirrel, the squirrel guy. guy. <laughs> oh my god. Or or uh, turkey. I like doing turkey too. I'll choo, 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 and I'll stop and I'll scratch the leaves. None of it works. <laughs> <laughs> it. Show Austin. <laughs> this is exactly it. <laughs> what, the, what is happening over there? It's a guy acting like a squirrel. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Just, 
Dude, I hate squirrels so bad in archery season. <laughs> oh my god. That's yeah. pretty good like, too. I was on Ohio that last night. Turn that off. <laughs> I was on Ohio that last night. And I had this squirrel playing games with me. First off, I got up my tree and I'm like, my wind's perfect. I'm right next to this super fresh rub, like stuff on the ground. You can still see where his feet imprinted, like right bef- right where he's making the rub. Like it was the freshest rub I've ever seen in my life. Fresh turd right next to him. Like, this is his home. <laughs> this is perfect. I get up there, dude. Oh, I get I know up where he's at. Too. The only tree that I could get up was a shag bark hickory. Oh, the worst. And I'm like, the best tree in the world to climb. I might die. I might die, but it's for it's for the good. <laughs> I've already fallen once this year. Yeah. Let's just send it, dude. It was the worst climb up. As soon as I get up there, Austin. That tree is as loud as the leaves Dude. I was walking through. <laughs> My wind's blowing left. It's blowing right. It's blowing in front of me. It's blowing mm. behind me. It's blowing everywhere but up. And there's a squirrel screwing me the whole time. I didn't know it was a squirrel because it ended up being a deer come from that way earlier in the night. But I kept hearing this crunch. I'm like, is that the wind or is that a squirrel? I never saw a squirrel till like the very end of the night. I saw a squirrel. I'm like, dude, you've been screwing me for hours. <laughs> dude, my neck's cranked from looking over that way. Oh, He's on edge. I hate him. <laughs> <I'm> a squirrel. <laughs> Damn squirrels. Dude. Oh, good PA season, though. I mean, it was good. It, it was good. It was good and bad for a lot of people. I think it was hit or miss. You know, like I got lucky twice, I guess. I got lucky. To that's two, pretty That's pretty unbelievable. To, do, to have two opportunities on, you know, nice bucks. That buck I shot wasn't a bad deer. He's just no 140, 150. I'd have shot that deer. But young all stud. Day. He's the young stud. He was literally, I was like, man, every time. I a picture of him to Charles earlier in the season. I had so many pictures of this deer. And he goes, deer. young stud. Yeah. <laughs> and he is. He's a young stud. He is. He was like 110 inches. He just he, saw him, and he just, it was a 200-inch deer all dude, day. Dude, if you would have seen him, like <laughs> I seen him, I'm telling you, he was 20 inches wide. And I was all well, fired those up. those young studs, you know, they could get you off guard for sure. Yeah, when you're in the moment, you know, like 20 minutes into a hunt, they come running in, you grunt and then snort wheeze them in. I don't care how big that deer is. He, you grunt and snort wheeze that it, deer get in. Get you worked up. Even if he would have sat in front of you for 10 minutes, you probably still would have still stuck it in front of him. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't get a good look at him really at all, ever at any point that I get a good look at him except for when he was running and I could just see that one side. I'm like, holy shit. Charles actually saw a real good one, but that's the one that came in. It could be. <laughs> it could be. Dude, I don't know. You're in that pine tree. It's like it's like the damn trees and uh, damn it. Oh, the uh, Damn, I can't remember the movie. Um, but basically, it's like the wardrobe from what's that? What's that movie? Oh. Narnia? Narnia. Narnia. It's like the Narnia <laughs> wardrobe, right? That's this pine thicket you're sitting in. Like you just go into a new world when you're up there, man. You should see it. Like you crawl up into that oh, really I've dangerous. You got to crawl into the really dangerous ladder stand, and then look at it. It's like it is Narnia, dude. Yeah. Well. You literally go through like a tunnel of pine tree. <laughs> yeah. You pop you out the top tunnel. And you're- like the Narnia things are real. Like that's a pretty good analogy. For this stand. I'm telling you, you have the best cover you ever had in your life. It might be safer now than it ever was because the ladder itself has grown into the pine tree limbs. And they don't move. Like, the ladder, it don't move. It's freaking well, solid. My dad put it up, like, 15, 20 years ago. He used a chain. Oh, so there was yeah. no ratchet strap that broke. So the right. chain just grew into the tree. 
And as a tree grew, it just it. lifting. It's lifting there forever. Thing. Yeah. Now I think we it's wanted to change it out so years big. ago, but since those guys were hunting in there, it's like, why are we going to give them a brand new tree stand? Yeah, right. Yeah. So we never ended up changing it out. So but. it sounds like this off this summer we're going to be in there with some grinding wheels and <laughs> cutting down the chain and putting a new stand in. But that sounds lovely. I don't know. Maybe that stand has some magic to it. Maybe we just need to keep it. Maybe we could just take some ratchet straps and ratchet the top to the freaking ladder. That's all it needs. I would be cautious and maybe put a new one in. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, if you fall, you ain't going that far. Listen, there's a brand new ladder stand right there that you can have. I got one. Put it in too. there. That is a nice one. You can have it. You can put it in there. Those are the good ones right there. That's a nice one. I don't know. The new ones make noise and stuff. I like the or, old school. Or, or I have a set of it's literally ladder sticks, and there's an XOP right there. You can hang it in there. Nah, I say we, I say we keep it. <laughs> <laughs> See how long this goes. Man. You do you, boo boo. Listen, I've yeah, here, here third and final offer. Third okay. and final offer. Okay. I'm listening. There's a metal chair right there. <laughs> Could work. I'm pretty sure this guy can fashion a chain. It got so bad with those guys there. hunting it that my dad put like a wire through it. Like so you just couldn't so you it. couldn't sit in it, and they still sat in it. Yeah, they just That's stood the dedicated. Whole time. They yeah. stood the whole time. That's just good for them. But the nice thing about that property this year, I feel like me and Charles and like our brothers were the only ones that hunted it all yeah. year. We didn't get any pictures of any dudes in there. It was they got discouraged. They didn't say anything because they yeah, were just yeah, like, it up. Dude, years prior, for real though, I'd have I had some cameras Multiple. up there. I had. Four different guys in there hunting. Yeah, that's a bummer. But this year? By permission or no? I mean, it's hard to say. The guys that were hunting the ladder stands, they had permission to hunt the property. Well, that's different then, yeah. But they had made some bullshit excuse. I thought it was so-and-so's ladder stand. That, no. We put up sign. Well, my dad laminated signs saying, stay out of my ladder. Yeah. And then put them and up And I still ran right into behind them in that ladder stand the ladder. With, the, with the freaking... There was like a, like he said, like a thing through it. You couldn't sit in it. I'm looking up and there's a guy in there. I'm walking back to the spot. I'm like, you kidding me? And I had a confrontation with him and kind of told him like, look, dude, you're really pissing off my dad and you're real lucky that you ran into me today and not him. And also, I don't have enough time to stand here and talk to you, but please don't ever hunt our ladder stands again. And I haven't seen him since. Well, there you go. So... I mean, they didn't want to get bucked up by the chuck. Understandable (laughs) to a certain point because it looks like it's so old that nobody's been in it for X amount of years. Who climbs someone else's ladder stand? Still, yeah. You see it all the time, man, on the internet, people and other people's stuff. I went in this year and I was like in a ladder stand, like graveyard. There was a ladder stand, there was an old climber in the tree. There was a couple other old things, but they were all so old that it was like nobody's been here in years and years. There's a couple places that I hunted, and I wonder and yeah, if it's the same came guy. In, yeah. Somebody came in and hunted one of those really old stands. I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Like it just looked so old that yeah, nobody's been in here in years. And I would literally get down and ruin my entire hunt for that person, but. For somebody to have a, a sign sitting there on the back of their stand saying "Stop hunting my" or "Don't hunt my stand," and then you go up there and you start littering and just disrespecting, cutting, the cutting all the branches out that was cover, yeah. so he could shoot all around because he was using a crossbow. Like 
you can't you can't shoot behind you in that tree with a bow because of the branches. But with a crossbow, you could almost use one as a rest. So he was cutting it all out. Well, that took away the cover. Yeah. It just changed it, really. I remember hearing about that. Yeah, it was an ugly... I mean, it wasn't an ugly situation, but it was like a... It would turn you off from wanting to hunt a stand that, like, you know, Joe's killed so many nice deer out of. You know, we've seen a lot of nice deer out of there. It's it's an insane little spot. And it's not far from the road, which is nice. (laughs) Yeah, man. Some of the near the road spots. It's nice for, like, a morning spot, real quick. Yeah. Just get in there and get up, you know? But I don't disagree. Well, we'll save Ohio for another trip. That's a whole other story. It's another good journey that we had, and uh, we'll split these podcasts up since we've been just blabbering on for hours now. It's all good, man. I like it. But good luck to everybody that's going out for rifle season. Um, if this gets out before rifle season, it will. Then, you know, good luck to everybody. Opening days tomorrow morning. I hope this gets you fired up. Go get your buck, go fill your freezers with meat kill some dough, whatever you got to do, whatever you're out there to do, mentor youth, do things right, be safe, wear your orange, put your orange on your damn blinds. I know rain's coming Sunday. Please, if you're putting a ground blind up, put orange on it. If you're in your shooting shacks, put orange somewhere. Be safe. It's nothing's worth your life. If you're if you're hunting in a tree, wear your safety harness. If you're hunting from the ground, wear your safety harness. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how many times we walked up on a blind during gun season. No orange on it at all. Never knew it was there. Didn't see yards, it until like, we got right up on it and yeah. there's a dude in it. Yeah, that's that's rough. so that's that's, that's a real risk here in gun that stuff season. Sucks, man. That's, that's because terrible. you're on ground level and you're in the danger zone. Yeah. Yeah. Those guys want to go in these thickets and they want to set up blinds and they think they're being sneaky. Put some orange up, man. Put some orange up. The be deer safe. don't care about your orange. Biggest thing is be safe. Yeah. Biggest be safe. Be safe. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Until next week. The distraction is real. Distraction's real. Got to walk the dogs, school drop off, meetings from 10 to 3, take kids to soccer practice, then there goes the extra time for a jog. That's okay. Maybe next week. When everyone else relies on you, it's easy to put your needs last. Therapy is a dedicated time to focus on what you need to be happy. So you can show up for yourself the way you do for others. BetterHelp offers convenient online therapy on your schedule. It's the same professional service you'd get from an in-person therapist, but with the option to communicate when and how you want. By chat, phone, or video call. Go to their site and fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com.